You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And a very good Saturday morning to you. Thanks for rewinding with us here on Marlins Rewind. Steven Strom here. Marlins fall to the Giants last night, 4-3 in a winnable game. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Well, tough start to the road trip for the Marlins. That features 10 games in 10 days through San Francisco, Colorado, and Los Angeles. Tonight, Sandy Alcantara took the ball in game one against the former Marlin, Anthony DiSclafani. And uh, things were looking pretty good for a long time, but it, uh, it was one bad inning that unraveled on Alcantara again, and it was really... Uh, much of his own doing in the bottom of the sixth inning. More on that and all the highlights coming up. But the San Francisco Giants win this ball game tonight. Kelly Sacco by a final score of 4-3. to three. Uh, Kelly, I mean, your impressions from this ball game tonight. You know what? Um, unfortunately, we're going to have to start with Sandy Alcantara, who was cruising, gave up the two-out run in the fourth inning. But again, his foot was on the gas pedal. Uh, but it, it really unraveled on the on the, the poor guy there in the sixth. I really liked what we saw from Sandy early. He looked like he had a game plan. He was attacking. He was working very quickly. He was just keeping those Giants hitters so off balance. It really seemed like, okay, back on track for Sandy. Things are going well. Then we hit the sixth, third time through the lineup, leadoff walk there to Wade Jr. and after that is self-inflicted wound. You had the little dribbler to Estrada who just flew down the line. It's just a ball that Sandy should have just ate. Had runners on first and second. Try to get a ground ball. Get out of that. Maybe a little double play to help him out. Instead he ended up shooting that ball into, into right field. Luckily we had Peyton Burdick. Some real heads up defense back there was able to get back there and hold the run, but it didn't matter as he ended up allowing three runs that inning. And just Sandy, you, you got to wonder, what, it is, what is it really that's going on with Sandy Alcantara? Yeah, we'll hear more from the manager, Skip Schumacher, I'm sure, coming up uh, in a couple of minutes. But Sandy's ERA balloons the 5.05. He came into the ball game uh, with a record of 1-4 and four with a 4.91 ERA and eight starts. And, and again, it was it was, uh, it was was self-inflicted. Kelly, you're right there in the bottom of the sixth inning. But uh, the Marlins want to get Sandy Alcantara right. They want him to anchor this rotation as he has done for so darn long. Uh, and I'm sure that he can get himself to a place um, where he gets back to some form that we saw, a National League Cy Young award-winning form last season. Bullpen pretty good for the Marlins tonight. I mean, Andrew Nardi and Brian Hoeing. Uh, did their job. This ball game featured a couple of ejections as well. Skip Schumacher and Jacob Stallings were uh, both ejected in the eighth inning. We'll have more on that coming up shortly. Uh, Kelly, let's flip over to the other side of the baseball for the Marlins tonight. Um, a couple of standout performances, and I would start with Luis Arise. I mean, he continues to stay scorching hot. He finishes night three for four at the plate. Just another three-hit night for Luis Arise, and he does it. The way he does it is really what I think is the most impressive because he doesn't try to to make something. He, he, he hits what's given to him. The first hit, he pulls it to right field. The second hit goes the other way. Then he gets the double. I mean, this guy is just finding way to pepper baseballs all throughout the field. I mean, it just never ceases to amaze me what he does when he goes up there. And then – 
On top of that, talking about scorching hot, Dela Cruz extends his hit streak to 13. That is a career high. He had the double, the RBI double in the six to get the get the Marlins on the board and get them the lead. And then he had the home run there in the eighth. I mean, Dela Cruz was looking really, really good in that home run coming with two strikes. So his approach has been really solid. It's nice to see him do big things. All right, Kelly, it was uh, fun working with you. I know we have a, a lot more headed our way here this season, but uh, nice to see you for the first time here in 2023. And I will see you tomorrow afternoon for a 105 local start here, a 405 Eastern time start back home in Miami. Sleep fast, Kyle. All right, that's Kelly Sacco. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Let's take a listen to the highlights from this ball game tonight. The San Francisco Giants jumped on Sandy Alcantara first in the fourth with two outs. Mitch Hanniger came to the plate with Michael Conforto at first. Hitting left fielder sends a ball on a line deep to left field. It's off the wall. De La Cruz plays it. He zips it back in. They're going to wave him home. Here comes a throw in towards the plate. It's not in time. It's a two-out double for Mitch Hanniger. The Giants strike first here tonight. They lead 1-0 here in the fourth. And it would stay that way until the top of the sixth inning. Anthony DiSclefani still in the ball game for the Giants. He walked Jorge Soler. Luis Arise doubled. The Marlins had runners at second and third base with nobody out for Garrett Cooper, but he flew out to right field. So with one out and Soler at third and Arise at second, it was Brian De La Cruz's turn. First pitch, line drive towards the gap. Right center field, the base hit for De La Cruz. This ball's going to keep rolling. Two runs are going to score. Brian De La Cruz has a one-out, two-run double. And all of a sudden, the Marlins have the lead for Alcantara. They lead 2-1 to one here in the sixth. But unfortunately, that lead would not last long. The Marlins did lead 2-1, to one, headed to the bottom of the sixth inning. Sandy Alcantara walked the leadoff man, Lamont Wade Jr., to lead off the sixth inning. And then with Tyro Estrada batting, he hit a weak little dribbler up the third base line. Alcantara pounced on the baseball, and he decided to unleash a 100-mile-an-hour fastball to first. It was nowhere near the zip code of Garrett Cooper. The ball went rolling all the way down the right field line. It put runners at second and third for the Giants with nobody out in the bottom of the sixth inning. The Marlins hanging on to a 2-1 to one lead. The batter was J.D. Davis. And that is swung on and hit in the air to right field. This is going to tie the game. Peyton Burdick's going back. Will the runner at second try to tag? Wade's going to score easily. Estrada's headed towards third. The throw's not in time. It's 2-2 two two here in the sixth. It was a 2-2 ball game. The next man to follow with a man at third with one out was Michael Conforto. It's the pitch. Swing a line drive hit to center field. Now the Giants are going to take the lead. Backing up Hampson, he makes the catch. Scoring from third and tagging is Estrada. And just like that, after the Marlins took a 2-1 advantage at the top of the sixth, Alcantara coughs up two in the bottom of the sixth, and the Giants lead 3-2. And with Sandy still on the mound, now with two outs, and the Giants leading by one, Mitch Hanniger singled. Sandy then walked Mike Yastrzemski, and that brought Casey Schmidt, the rookie right-handed hitting third baseman to the plate. Baseman in the pitcher's line, into left field, the base hit. Hanniger's going to hit the bag at third. Here comes a throw in towards the plate, and it's not in time. Alcantara gives up another run. It's a two-out RBI single to left for Casey Schmidt. And that might spell the end of the night for Sandy Alcantara. And it did. Uh, Andrew Nardi, the lefty, came on to get Blake Sable, but the damage was done for the Giants in the sixth inning. They scored three runs on two hits. There was the error. There was two men left on base. 
for the Marlins, they were trailing 4-2, going to the top of the eighth inning. Taylor Rogers, the lefty, came in for the Giants. He got Luis Arise to pop out to second. Garrett Cooper to swing and a miss. And with nobody on base and two outs in the top of the eighth inning, trailing by two, Brian De La Cruz stayed scorching hot. Here's the swing and a drive hit pretty deep left field. Going back, Haniger out of the wall. It's gone. Brian De La Cruz pulls the Marlins to within one here in the eighth with a two-out homer, a solo shot, his fifth of the season. De La Cruz hits a solo shot, and at that point, it was 4-3. to three. Uh, Unfortunately for the Marlins, that is as close as they would get in this ballgame tonight. Uh, Tyler Rogers relieved his brother Taylor after the homer by De La Cruz, uh, and then Tyler got John Birdie to pop out to second to end the eighth. Tyler stayed into the ball game. No Camilo Doval for the Giants tonight after saving three consecutive games on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. He gets another night off after they had the off day yesterday, so presumably unless there's something wrong, he'd be available for the Giants tomorrow. Marlins certainly hoping that is uh, not the case as they'd like to take a lead into the ninth themselves. Uh, but going to the top of the ninth in this ball game tonight, Peyton Burdick popped out the second off of Tyler Rogers, who stayed in the ball game. The catcher Nick Fortes, who relieved Jacob Stallings after he was ejected in the eighth inning, struck out swinging. And then Tyler Rogers got Garrett Hampson to swing and miss at a 2-2 sweeper to end this ballgame tonight. Totals from this ballgame for the Marlins, three runs, six hits, one error, six men left on base. And for the Giants, four runs, five hits, no errors, six men left on base. In relief, Scott Alexander is the winner for San Francisco. He's 4-0 this season. The loser is Sandy Alcantara. He was 1-5 for the Marlins. Tyler Rogers collects his second save of the season for San Francisco. The Marlins with the loss are now 23-22. With the victory, the Giants are 21-23. We played this ballgame in two hours and 24 minutes in front of a paid crowd of 30,673 on a chilly and cool 57-degree evening here at Oracle Park in San Francisco, California. For the Miami Marlins pitching staff tonight, they strike out eight San Francisco Giants, and that means that $200 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you very much. Let's head down to listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say following the 4-3 loss to the Giants and his second ejection of the season. Uh, Skip, we'll start with the thing. Did you get any clarity about what happened there in with the ball for J.D. Davis to walk that whole scenario? Uh, definitely a disagreement. I don't know if I have clarity yet. Um, I'd like to get some clarity on it. J.D. Davis was not engaged um, for me. Stalling was trying to call a timeout um, <clears throat> to show that he was <clears throat> excuse me, um, to show that it was, the clock was not, he was not engaged, should be a strike. So he's trying, trying to call a timeout. He's allowed to call a timeout to go run out to the to talk to the uh, pitcher. Um, wasn't granted it and then he we saw the umpire call a timeout with his hands up he said he called the timeout and that was the disagreement and it was still ball four so trying to figure out what, what happened uh, in the game Sandy five really good innings and then runs in trouble in six what did you see there and just in general with him third time 3D order against against lineups a couple walks hurt him definitely in the uh, in the sixth uh, lead off to, to Wade um, tough PFP, you know, throw at the at you know miss hit, Aaron at first um, could have kept it first and second, ended up being second, third. 
um, you know, put you in kind of a, a hole there. And um, I, I don't see anything different as far as their time through. It's just, you know, the the walk in the air really hurt us tonight. And with that error, do you talk to him about that, basically telling him, hey, maybe just eat that, or how do you go? He knows. Yeah. yeah, he knows. I think he knows. I think he tried to make a play right there, and, um, you know, Straw is pretty quick. So it would hindsight, and he want to eat that pit, eat that ball, but, uh, you know, just tough air right there. And just the momentum flip that had, because you guys get, you guys take the lead in the top half of the inning, and then just flips, flips there. Yep. It did. <laughs> yeah, just with, with, with maybe frustration, I'm not sure if that's right, where we just, when you are able to take the lead, and then just how tough it is to give it back just half inning later. Yeah, it's a tough team. Um, you know, they have a they have a good bullpen. Obviously, back end bullpen's really good. Um, yeah, you want to have shutdown innings. You 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 trust Andy, still trust Andy. You're gonna walk in an air that's it's gonna hurt anybody. So <clears throat> when you have a good team like that in the middle of the order coming up, they have a chance to hurt you, and they did uh, with Conforto and Haniger, and uh, we just couldn't come back. And on the other side, Dill Cruz, the big double, the home run. To see him giving you guys the offense, giving you guys the chance to to come back there well he's done it 13 games straight now or something um hitting the ball really hard and um line drives but even his outs were hard so i we, we put together some good at bats um descofani was really good tonight threw a slider off the plate that <clears throat> he was getting calls and um taking advantage but did a really good job kept us off balance <clears throat> excuse me lost my voice um um, but you know, I thought we put together. We gave them trouble. Um, it felt like we had guys on base, just couldn't couldn't get them in. Um, just in one of those days. For a while there, it seemed like Luis Arias was the only one who could kind of figure out Discofani. Um, is there is that just him as a player, or was there anything that you saw there? Typically, it's usually him. I mean, he's he gives a lot of pitchers trouble. Uh, it doesn't matter. You know, kind of we talked about earlier in in the game or. Before the game, if you know left right doesn't really matter. He's he's a pretty good hitter. Um, but I thought you know Dela Cruz had a big hit, uh, two hour RBIs, and um, we felt really good about you know going into that next inning and just couldn't get any more uh, insurance runs. And I think that's you know that's where we got to get to is you know get more insurance runs, not just play with uh, you know one run leads. It's just dangerous when that happens, and you know stuff can happen. You just don't know, especially at this park and against good teams. Um, so. Yeah, Rice is a good hitter. I think he's going to hit anybody, everybody. Um, so, yeah, I don't really have much more. Okay, that was Skip Schumacher. Let's hear from Sandy Alcantara on his thoughts on his performance yesterday. Sandy, five really strong innings, and then it seemed the Giants were able to get you in the sixth. What did, what did you see, or how did you see the sixth inning unfold? Uh, first of all, I want to say thank God for keeping me healthy during the game. I mean, I don't know what happened there. You know, yours going to be able to, to finish th- that inning, you know, but I mean, swing the ball, the ball, you know, like a bunt, you know, throw away. So I don't know. I don't know what happened over there, but I mean, that's part of the game. Uh, with the throw specifically, is that one that maybe in the future you figure out just hold on to it or how do you go through? I know it's bang, bang play or just quick thought. Just how do you go about something like that? I mean, I, I was trying to, to keep it, you know, but I mean, I know what kind of arm I have, you know, and I just throw away. So it's part of the game, and we have to, to feel bad about it. Uh, third time through the Warrior this year. Last year you were really good. Third time through. This time it seems like teams are starting to get to you more. Is there anything that you can pinpoint, or is it just nature of the game, something that will adjust as you as the season goes? You know what? Um, I'm tired of 
letting them to me consistencies. So you just gotta find a way how to to be more aggressive. You know, every time that when I got the lead. So I don't know, but I think I just feel a little bit comfortable when my team give me the lead to me and go outside. You know, and try to leave and try to miss a lot of pitch in the zone. So I mean, I just gotta keep posting. You know, because I know I'm gonna have more opportunity to do well. Sit for a while in the top of the sixth inning. Um, not to say it's an excuse, but did that maybe have anything to do with it? No, anything to do with it. You know, that's part of the game. You know, I mean, you, you know, perfect. So, and the game is 27 out, so you you never can feel comfortable. You know, when you take them out or when you step on the box. So, I mean, we we just gotta believe it. We just gotta believe it. You know, I just have more opportunity to keep doing my best, you know, and keep improving. All right, that was Sandy Alcantara. We're right back at it this afternoon, a 4.05 start. That means I've got Marlins on deck at 3.30. As always, thanks for rewinding with us. Let's flip the M together, Miami. This is the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.